Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader, today, this Sunday, the 4th of September or the 8th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a new parasha or portion from the Torah and it is called Ki Tetze, and that means when you go out. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Deuteronomy or Dvarim, chapter 21, verse 10 through 21. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. When you go out to battle against your enemies and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands and you carry them away captive, and see among the captives a beautiful woman, and you are attracted to her and desire to take her as your wife. Then you shall bring her home to your house. She shall shave her head and trim her nails. She shall take off the clothing of her captivity and shall remain in your house and bewail her father and her mother a full month. After that you shall go into her and be her husband, and she shall be your wife. And it shall be, if you have no delight in her, then you shall let her go where she desires, but you shall not sell her at all for money. You shall not deal with her as a slave, because you have humbled her. If a man has two wives, the one beloved and the other hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated, and if the firstborn son is hers who was hated, Then it shall be in the day that he causes his sons to inherit that which he has, that he may not give the son of the beloved the rights of the firstborn before the son of the hated, who is the firstborn. He shall acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the hated, by giving him a double portion of all that he has, for he is the beginning of his strength. The right of the firstborn is his. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they chasten him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city and to the gate of his place. They shall tell the elders of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He's a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of his city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall remove the evil from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. That was Deuteronomy 21, 10 through 21. Now the portion from the prophets. We will read from the prophet Joel, chapter 3. However, if you have a Bible with the 
Hebrew verse counting and chapter uh, divisions, then you will also read chapter 4, both chapter 3 and chapter 4. It will happen afterward that I will pour out my ruach on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. And also on the servants and on the handmaids in those days, I will pour out my ruach. I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and pillars of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it will happen that whoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be those who escape, as the Lord has said, and among the remnant those whom the Lord calls. For behold, in those days and in that time, when I restore the fortunes of Yehuda and Jerusalem, I will gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will execute judgment on them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have divided my land and have cast lots for my people and have given a boy for a prostitute and sold a girl for wine that they may drink. Yes, and what are you to me, Tyre and Sidon, and all the regions of Philistia? Will you repay me? And if you repay me, I will swiftly and speedily return your repayment on your own head. Because you have taken my silver and my gold, and have carried my finest treasures into your temples, and have sold the children of Yehuda and the, and the children of Jerusalem to the sons of the Greeks, that you may remove them far from their border. Behold, I will stir them up out of the place where you have sold them, and will return your repayment on your own head. And I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hands of the children of Yehuda, and they will sell them to the men of Sheba, to a faraway nation, for the Lord has spoken it. Proclaim this among the nations, prepare for war, stir up the mighty men, let all the warriors draw near, let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Hurry and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves together. Cause your mighty ones to come down here. Come down there, Lord. Let the nations arouse themselves and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge. I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes, in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon are darkened, 
and the stars withdraw their shining. The Lord will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth will shake. But the Lord will be a refuge to his people and a stronghold to the sons of Israel. So you will know that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then Jerusalem will be holy, and no strangers will pass through her again. It will happen in that day that the mountains will droop down sweet wine, the hills will flow with milk, all the brooks of Yehuda will flow with waters, and a fountain will flow out from the house of the Lord, and will water the valley of Shittim. Mitzrayim will be a desolation, and Edom will be a desolate wilderness, for the violence done to the children of Yehuda, because they have shed innocent blood in their land. But Yehuda will be inhabited forever, and Yerushalayim from generation to generation. I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed, for the Lord dwells in Sion. That was Joel chapter 3. And now we have come to our portion from the writings. And we'll be reading Second Chronicles or Divrei Hayamim Bet, chapters 3 and 4. Then Shlomo began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord appeared to David his father, which he prepared in the place that David had appointed, on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. He began to build on the second day of the second month, in the fourth year of his reign. These are the foundations which Shlomo laid for the buildings of the house of God. The length by cubits after the first measure was 60 cubits, and the width 20 cubits. The porch that was in front, its length, according to the width of the house, was 20 cubits, and the height 120, and he overlaid it within with pure gold. He made a larger room with a ceiling of cypress wood, which he overlaid with fine gold, and ornamented it with palm trees and chains. And he decorated the house with precious stones for beauty. The gold was gold from Parvaim. He also overlaid the house the beams, the thresholds, its walls, and its doors, with gold, and he engraved Krovim on the walls. He made the Holy of Holies. Its length, according to the width of the house, was 20 cubits, and its width 20 cubits, and he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to 600 talents. The weight of the nails was 50 shekels of gold. He overlaid the upper rooms with gold. In the Holy of Holies, he made two krovim by carving, and they overlaid them with gold. The wings of the krovim were twenty cubits long. The wing of the one was five cubits, reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits, reaching to the wing of the other krov. The wing of the other krov was five cubits, reaching through the wall of the house, 
and the other wing was five cubits joining to the wing of the other curve. The wings of these krovim spread themselves out twenty cubits. They stood on their feet, and their faces were toward the house. He made a parquet of blue, purple, crimson, and fine linen, and ornamented it with krovim. Also he made before the house two pillars of thirty-five cubits height, and the capital that was on the top of each of them was five cubits. He made chains in the inner sanctuary and put them on the tops of the pillars, and he made one hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and called the name on that on the right hand, Yachin, and the name of that on the left, Boaz. Then he made an altar of bronze, twenty cubits long, twenty cubits wide, and ten cubits high. Also he made the sea of cast metal, ten cubits from brim to brim. It was round, five cubits high, and thirty cubits in circumference. Under it was the likeness of oxen, which encircled it, for ten cubits encircling the sea. The oxen were in two rows, cast when it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three looking toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. And the sea was set on them above, and all their hindquarters were inward. It was a handbreadth thick, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It received and held three thousand baths. He also made ten basins, and put five on the right hand and five on the left, to wash in them. The things that belonged to the burnt offering were washed in them, but the sea was for the Kohanim to wash in. And he made the ten menorahs of gold, according to the ordinance concerning them, and he set them in the temple, five on the right hand and five on the left. He made also ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left. He made one hundred basins of gold. He made the court of the Kohanim and the great court and the doors for the court, and he overlaid their doors with bronze. He set the sea on the right side of the house eastward, toward the south. Huram made the pots, the shovels, and the basins. So Huram finished doing the work that he did for King Shlomo in the house of God. The two pillars, the bowls, the two capitals which were on the top of the pillars, the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network, to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars. He also made the bases, and he made the basins on the bases, one sea and the twelve oxen under it. Huram, his father, also made the pots, the shovels, the forks, and all its vessels for King Shlomo, 
for the house of the Lord of bright bronze. The king cast them in the plain of the Jardin, in the clay ground between Sukkot and Serida. Shlomo made all these vessels in great abundance, for the weight of the bronze could not be determined. Shlomo made all the vessels that were in the house of God, the golden altar also, and the tables with the showbread on them, and the menorahs with their lamps, to burn according to the ordinance before the inner sanctuary, of pure gold, and the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of gold that were perfect gold, and the snuffers, the basins, the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold. As for the entry of the house, its inner doors for the Holy of Holies, and the doors of the main hall of the temple were of gold. That was Second Chronicles chapters 3 and 4. And now we have arrived to our final portion, which is the Apostolic Writings. And we will read Hebrews chapter 9, verses, uh, let's see, verses 1 through 14. Now indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and an earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, in the first part were the menorah, the table, and the showbread, which is called the holy place. Behind the second parochet was the tabernacle, which is called the holy of holies, having a golden altar of incense and the ark of the covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which was a golden pot holding the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tablets of the covenant, and above it were the Krovim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Concerning these things we cannot speak now in detail. Now when these things had been thus prepared, the Kohanim always went into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the services, but into the second, the Kohen Gadol alone, once in the year, not without blood, which he offers for himself and for the errors of the people. The Ruach HaKodesh is indicating this, that the way into the holy place was not yet revealed while the first tabernacle was still standing. This is a symbol of the present age, where gifts and sacrifices are offered that are incapable concerning the conscience of making the worshipper perfect, being only with foods and drinks and various washings, fleshly ordinances, imposed until a time of reformation. But Mashiach came as a Goen Gadol of the good things to come, through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not through the blood of goats and calves, but through his own blood, he entered once for all into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling those who have been defiled, sanctified to the cleanness of the flesh, 
how much more will the blood of Mashiach, who through the eternal Ruach offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. That was Hebrews chapter 9 verse 1 through verse 14. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you will also read the Gospel of John chapter 19 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed new week, Shavuot Tov, and I pray that you will have the wisdom and guidance from the word and the words you've heard as we enter this new week and I'm sure we all have situations and uh, challenges in front of us but that we will draw wisdom and strength and faith from the word. Shalom from Yerushalayim until next time.